Is Surfer SEO the best AI writer on the market? And specifically, is it the best one-click AI? We're gonna find out right now. This video, we are gonna go through seven different AI blog post writers to see what actually writes the best article with the least work from us. We're gonna see which is fastest, how much they cost, and how long it takes for us to get something that we could actually use on our site. We're gonna evaluate the outputs of every single one, and in the comments below or description, I don't know what it's called, I am going to link every output it has without any of my edits, so that you're gonna be able to see exactly what it outputs for us. We're gonna go through the setup process together so you can also learn how they all work, and then we are going to rip these to shreds. I am going to evaluate, that's my dog checking out the window. <laughs> I'm going to evaluate all of these to see which one actually is worth your time and money? Because some definitely aren't. So join me as we pit Surfer, Koala, Jasper, ChatGPT 3.5, ChatGPT 4, Reword, and WriterZen against each other to see what is the best AI writer for you to spend your money on. Let's go. Let's set up Surfer now. Okay, so we have the Write with AI ticked on. We have Ottawa in November added in. The interesting thing is you could like add extra secondary keywords here. We wanna keep it fair, so we're not gonna do that. We're just gonna use the one. So it is a variation of the same keyword, but same people rank, very similar. So we're good to go. So we're gonna create that outline and I'll be right back when it's done. Okay, that took about a minute, so let's complete the article, which is actually where we give it the prompts to do the outline now. So we're again gonna have the SERP-based tone, just that way it's fair. Um, we are not gonna activate AI detection, because I just think it's like a bad option. Like I think this is giving in to people's fear-mongering about AI, um, and it's just gonna make things unnatural. We do wanna edit the outline, that way we can compare it to what we just saw. And then we're gonna go through and select the people that we want to consider. So I do think including the weather is important because it's definitely gonna need be something I need to include in the section. Now, the thing that I always get confused about is like, is this, like, are they, does it need the data as well? Or is it just looking at structure? Because in that case, technically the first two I wouldn't want to include. But yeah, so when I come down here, fall is, I, like November's technically fall. I never really consider it that so I would probably turn that off to be honest um, and select the things that are actually Ottawa in November specifically okay there we go so we've got a number of posts I'm gonna leave out the event calendar from Ottawa tourism because I think we're gonna get it from like anything it has will probably be in the competitors so we've got how many I think eight selected uh, so that seems like a good amount let's let it run so it's 6:43, and I will see you when it's done Okay, it's 6.49, that took an extra couple of minutes, I would say, from what I'm used to with Surfer, but we've got an outline now. So explore Ottawa in November, enjoy the weather and activities. Meh, <laughs> as far as titles go, it's not terrible, but not great. So then we have weather overview. So much like Koala, it's starting with kind of generalities here, which is good. So we have temperature averages, precipitation patterns, daylight hours. So it's getting more technical. Um, then we have outdoor activities to enjoy in November. So it's listed just a couple. So I'm hoping it like deep dives into some of these a bit more. Uh, cultural experiences, dining and culinary experiences, shopping, sports, 
Remembrance Day activities. I like that they've included that um, because that is like, I'd say the main November event. So I think this is pretty solid. Um, definitely, I would have done it differently. I personally don't let AI write my outline for me. That's just not how I work. But for the purposes of this, we're gonna run with it. So it is 6.50 now, we're gonna write and we'll see you when it's done. Okay, it's 7.01 and our article is complete. So just to show that the bits that it has as an intro, it has our short summary, um, the different sections. It adds these like image blocks to it, but there aren't actually images in there. It just tells you to like put them there. Um, so we've got all of this, da, 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 summary, our FAQs, there we go. Um, so it is 2,665 words, so almost the same as ChatGPT there. Uh, it took a bit longer, but to be fair, I did also leave for a second and come back. So it might have been done about four minutes earlier. Um, but this is the post and we will be reviewing the actual content of it with everything else. Um, so yeah. Okay, let's set up Koala for this test. So we're going to do GPT-4. That's what I typically do when I use Koala. Um, it does use more of your, so it's a five times increase. So it's like if you did a thousand word post, it would use 5,000 words of your monthly credit sort of thing, um, which is like super ridiculous and frustrating. And like, I'm just like, honestly, who doesn't want GPT-4 at this point? Just base it around that, whatever. So <laughs> we're gonna do GPT-4 here. Um, we're going to do a blog post. So I usually do them for blog posts and uh, product roundups, blog posts more so. So we have my keyword in here, Ottawa in December. Um, and then for this, where it's like specify a list of keywords to be used in the article um, or have them analyze the top ranking pages to bring in a bunch. Let's give it a go. Why not? This is going to be the closest to what Surfer has in terms of it running must words and like it doesn't really do secondary keywords, but like that idea of it. So let's give it a shot. Then for tone of voice, um, to keep it as even as possible with Surfer, we're gonna do SEO optimized because I don't know that their version of like casual is gonna be the same. So let's just try it and see what happens. Uh, US English, we're gonna focus on the US for our peoples. Um, that's where everything pays the most, so might as well. Now, point of view, this is my issue that they don't have in um, Surfer. So I like to do second person, that way it's speaking to the audience. So you're gonna love this because, and then like, I'm still gonna go in and add my personal experience, right? So like, they don't need to say I or we or whatever <laughs> at other points. We're gonna use the real-time search results uh, to try and help bring extra data in. I do want it to cite sources. I love that it does that. Um, I'm not going to filter. We're just going to like let it go for it. We always want to edit the outline. And since Surfer automatically includes an FAQ, we're going to include an FAQ here. Now we're going to show the advanced options and give me a sec. I'm going to go copy and paste my typical one. Um, I don't rewrite it. I just copy and paste it. So I amended it a bit because usually um, the prompt that I use includes like don't write an intro and conclusion. And I realized that for the sake of this, we want to see what it creates. So instead I just like abbreviated a bunch of stuff that way we're not guiding it too much. I do want this to be as close to surfer as I can and there I can't do a lot. So I just want to make sure it's like going to write me a detailed explanation for each heading it comes up with, but I don't want to push it any further than that. Um, Cause I did realize it would be a bit unfair to then like compete it that way. 
We're going to include key takeaways as well because there's that like summary section or whatever that they include on Surfer. And yeah, we're going to let it run now. So while that's creating the outline, I'm going to pause and then we'll come back when it's done. Okay, it's been two and a half minutes and we are back with our outline. So here we can see it's done H2s and H3s. I do love the way Koala does an outline. I think it is super helpful. It includes a lot more like number of things in Surfer lets you. Um, I do like the way that they nest it so it's visual as well and you can adjust stuff. So I'm gonna take a quick look at it. We've got winter experience, winter events and celebrations, activities for families and kids, museums and art galleries, outdoor winter adventure, Heritage Villages and Lights Display, Christmas and Holiday Shopping, and Frequently Asked Questions. So it doesn't have everything I want. I definitely know that I want to have a section on weather. I think that's really important. Um, probably drag that pretty far up because I do think that's kind of the most important thing. Oh, well, there was climate and temperature. Never mind. Sorry, guys. I just <laughs> completely misread that. That actually works really well. So we've got when to visit, where to stay during winter. We've got winter events and celebrations. Uh, we got a lot here that I like. Now, definitely, um, I would probably structure this differently based on the competitors. However, we are doing this one click, so we want to see what they're gonna do. Um, I would have added weather just cause that's like legitimately important, but it had it. So um, it is 6.40 and let's see how long this takes. Okay, Koala has finished writing. So we have 2,660 words. Um, we've got Ottawa in December. We've got our key takeaways. They've added bullet lists, um, links to different sources, FAQ sources at the end. So now that we have it complete, we're gonna actively compare it to everything else after the fact. So this took about 10, I guess almost 12 minutes now to actually like fully write it. Um, and yeah, from now we'll put this aside, get everything else organized, and uh, at the end, we will have the full-on article showdown. Okay, let's set up ChatGPT. Now, obviously, ChatGPT, especially the free one that we're in right now, doesn't pull from the internet, but also, it isn't one click. So I've pulled a couple just really common um, basics, I would say, to create this post as best we can in one click. Because those other ones are trained writers, um, this is just giving ChatGPT enough context to be able to write a similar post. So here I have my basic instructions. Hey, ChatGPT, please act as an expert blog writer for an Ottawa, Canada travel blog. Your target audience are 30-year-old travelers visiting Ottawa for the first time from the USA. Please use a casual tone. Now, we could also instruct a bit more about like how to structure things, everything, but I just want the basics here of context. Then we are going to have it write a list of 10 SEO titles for us. I'm going to say blog post titles, just syntactically I like that better, that include our keyword which is Ottawa in January. And we'll let that run. It loves the colon. I think the first one is probably the easiest and best one. Ottawa in January, embrace winter wonder, embrace winter wonderland in Canada's capital. Not perfect, but good enough. Uh, great, thank you. I like title one. Please, there we go. So now we're gonna say, thank you, please create a detailed outline for this title. 
So again, we could have given it a ton more instructions. We're trying to keep this as simple as possible. I did have to type a couple different words there because this is from a list that I have uh, that I've been curating of over 300 prompts for ChatGPT, but they're all first prompts. So like, that's why it's like your first task twice. Uh, okay, so we have an introduction, uh, embrace the winter vibe, highlight the beauty and charm, discuss unique experiences, winter festivals, outdoor winter activities, indoor escapes from the cold, culinary accommodation, safety, conclusion. I think that's a pretty fair outline considering what we saw from the competitors um, from Koala and Surfer so far. So I feel okay with that. And again, we're trying to keep it one click, so we're not going to edit. Um, I like that we have winter kind of discussed here. I don't know that it's going to go into um, weather enough, actually, is the only thing. Let's see. No, I think we're we're good enough. We'll we'll go with it. Um, definitely, I would have edited it if I was gonna like do more with it. So, great, thank you. Can you tell I'm Canadian? Uh, turn the above outline into a 2,500 word blog post. That should be singular. Uh, keep the format as per the outline. Include an introduction and conclusion. So I don't need that because it gave us one in the outline. I don't usually use it for outlines, so I didn't realize it would do that. To be honest, um, use. Uh, markdown formatting for H2s and H3s. I don't know if it'll actually do that, but let's just see. Perfect. Okay, yeah, it did. So we'll let that run for a second. It's 7.06. Um, to be honest, ChatGPT is really fast. So I'm not even going to pause us or anything because as we can see, it's already at safety tips. So if we hit continue generating, and I like that they've added that, that is a newer feature. It used to be that you had to say like, keep going. And sometimes that would con like confuse it or something, but okay. So we've got that much. Let's see how many words it is. I think it's a bit short. Yeah. So it's 721 words. Um, that's because it has taken these extra bits that I will be honest, I thought would be H3s and it is using them as point form information in the post. So all I'm going to do here is to get it to be as long as our competitors. I'm going to, um, expand this blog post to be 2,500 words, add extra header sections as needed to break up content and include more relevant information. And that's the last extra prompt I'm going to give it. Then we're going to do the FAQs and we will just go with what we have. So hundred percent, this is not the best way to use chat GPT. We are just doing this to try and compare it as directly as possible to the one clicks. This is entirely not how I recommend using it. I really recommend doing it section by section. Um, that way you get more uh, specificity, you can train it more, all that stuff. So I can definitely tell it's 100% it's lengthening things, which is great. Um, we will evaluate the actual content after. Right now we're just evaluating yeah, how it's running through it. So Cozy Accommodations was near the end. So I think we probably have maybe this might be the last. Yeah, this should be the last generation then. Okay, we got our conclusion. Awesome. Okay, let's see how long that is. And to check, I'm using the free word counter plus Chrome extension. I'm thinking it's a thousand words or so. 1400. So we got 1500 words, not terrible. Um, then we're going to have our FAQs. Oops, that's my second prompt.
I think those are good questions, to be honest. I mean, the answers are a bit too long, probably, but I'm, I'm bad at judging that visually. So let's see how long that actually is. I'm guessing like over 60, yeah, 64 words. So not a lot over, you could edit that down really easily. Okay, so we've got our five questions. Um, I think those are good. So I'm gonna pull this into a Google Doc, just that way I can, actually, I think it's fine, we'll leave it here. Um, I was gonna say that way it's like more organized. It's pretty organized, to be honest. Again, that's not how I usually write with ChatGPT. But so it's now 7.09 and you can see like, that took from the start of this video to now about six and a half minutes to do this whole thing, um, which is a lot faster than those one-click ones even with me inputting um, some commands. And if I had done more detailed commands or worked with it, we would have had a lot more to work with as well. So I think that's pretty good. Um, and yeah, we'll compare the actual outputs afterwards. I thought it'd be a fun bonus to add in the Jasper one-shot blog post. We're gonna do normal Jasper too, which is like actual, like what they used to call boss mode and everything. But I thought the one-shot blog post would be an interesting, basically comparison, I guess. So we're gonna actually use the exact same one I'm gonna use in the general uh, Jasper area, which you'll see, you'll see why quickly. <laughs> so um, we're gonna use my voice. It is built in because it's trained on my content now. We'll say I don't think it's the best thing ever. It's not like perfect, but it's fine. I think it's like, okay. We could equally have just typed in, actually, you know what? No, let's just do, let's do casual. We gotta keep it completely even. Um, here you can see like the extra knowledge base it can pull from. We're not going to pull from that. We're going to leave it just as is. Um, the intended audience. I'm only going to add like uh, visiting Ottawa from USA. That way it's the same as ChatGPT. And then we're good to go. So we're going to generate two outputs. Um, you'll see why in a moment. It doesn't take very long. So it's 7.17 right now. Um, and I'm going to pause this till it's ready. Oh, never mind. It was ready immediately. It's still 7.17. So here we go. We've got a title, Explore the Winter Wonderland of Ottawa in February. We've got an intro, if you're a snow lover, blah, blah, blah. The body of the blog is five sections. And then we've got a conclusion. So this is why I was like, it's not a very fair comparison. It's, uh, how long are you? I'm gonna say a thousand words. It's not, not even, it's 600 words. Um, so 600 words, it tends to only be able to do outputs up to about 700 words, even if you tell it to do more than that. So not super fair, but I mean, we're doing a one-click comparison to some extent, so I felt like we should show it off. Um, you don't get to edit the outlines like you do in Surfer and Koala, but yeah, just felt like I would include it. Now we're gonna go do the real thing in um, the actual boss mode area. Uh, I'm gonna call it boss mode forever. I've just stopped calling Jasper Jarvis. So I mean, realistically, I'm a creature of habit. That's who I am. <laughs> so here we are in the boss mode area. Um, now we're gonna give it basically the same commands that we gave ChatGPT, again, to just keep it basically fair. The only difference is we are going to adjust things on the side over here. So we are going to add Ottawa in February to the keywords, tone of voice, we're gonna stick with casual, and then we're gonna leave the content description blank because we're gonna run this in here right now. So I'm gonna skip some of this stuff and just go straight into writing a list of 10 blog titles. 
Oh, I forgot to change it to February. Whoops. <laughs> it changed it halfway. I mean, that's an easy thing to fix, to be honest. So we've got discover the best of Ottawa in January, experience Ottawa this winter, top 10 things to do in Ottawa during January, indulge in the wonders of Ottawa this January, explore the capital, visiting Ottawa in January. Uh, let's see. I think the best is the first one to be honest so we'll just go with that um best as in not actually that good but comparatively and when we consider what our competitors had um or not competitors uh the other ai writer competitors so write a oh sorry write a detailed outline for a blog post i'm gonna do this blog post because it can read ahead a bit better um include relevant headers okay so we have our intro overview of ottawa in february reasons to visit ottawa in february explore the city outdoor activities indoor activities enjoy special events give the special event other special events then something glitched <laughs> and we have uh, accommodations for a memorable stay so then we got different types of accommodations shopping experiences just going to format this for my own mental peace of mind because it will drive me crazy. So that's pretty similar to the outline we got from chat GPT, the free one. Um, so here we have the intro generally about the city, uh, special events, accommodations. So I'm just going to pop in because we don't have anything about weather. So I'm going to intro is just not going to get a number. I don't know. Um, weather in Ottawa in February. One little edit, we're not going to do a significant amount. Oh, that should be, oh no, it's a one. Yeah, one is right. Okay, so I think we're good there. Um, now, the thing is, it's harder with this one to, at the bottom of this, be like, now write the post. So what we're going to do instead is, you know what, we'll try it once, and then we'll see how it goes. If it doesn't work properly, then we're going to do it section by section. So let's paste that there. Yeah, I didn't think it would work. <laughs> so we tried. Um, so what we're gonna do instead is just turn these into H2s quickly. And I will preface this again, much like ChatGPT, this is not the best use case. This is not the best way to use this kind of an AI writer. They are not built for one click. Um, that is not their purpose. So write a detailed blog post section for this header. Let's try that. Okay, we got that. that. I like that one. So a detailed blog post section for this header. I'm gonna copy it this time. And we'll just keep running it through the post basically. Oh crap, is it? Mm. Yeah, oops. Okay. No, this is on me. So it's continuing to write intros to all of these things. Um, so I need to amend this. So let's just try Command J actually and see what happens. Yeah, that's good enough. We'll just do that throughout. So this is basically, it's just going to run from what it sees above. I'm going to stop it once it stops this and then back it up. 
Now the thing with Jasper is that you have to like what's already there and then keep editing as you go to really get good content. Um, what's happening right now is I just hit Command J and let it just write whatever. So I can already tell this is not gonna be great because just looking at it, that's a bit short to me. Um, so like I would usually say continue writing or something. Um, <laughs> then it's doing whatever it's doing. Uh, the way that we can turn this into a one-click kind of situation is we're going to take Ottawa in February and go find a competitor. So let's pull to do Canada since they're number one. Oh, this is just like a list. Okay, that's not going to help us. We need like an actual like section. Okay, why is the competition so bad? Help me. Okay, that is something. So we're just taking a section to start training ChatGPT on what we want it to be like. So I just remove the images because don't need them. Um, there we go. We don't need the ad thing. Cool. So what I've done here is just copy and pasted their content in, and I'm not looking for it to use any of their content. As you can see, it's a completely different section. What I want is for it to look at this the style, the tone of voice, things like that. I'm just gonna take out the caption, whoops, um, to just start structuring our post. That is the fastest way to turn Jasper into an attempted one-click blog post writer in a legitimate way. It's not gonna be the best thing in the world for sure. Um, it's just not the way it runs, but yeah, here we go. So we've got something now, it's pretty similar, but I think weather kind of always was gonna be. I'm gonna turn these into H3s and then run them. This is like hurting my soul to like do it this way because this is not the best way to use Jasper and I'm already like not loving the output. Oops. Okay, we don't need that. And this needs to be an H3. Cool. Okay, so now we have um, special events. So we'll turn those into H3s and then run them. Just let it run with it. I mean, it's getting more specific than the outline was, so why not? Don't know what that was, but okay. So we've got Winterlude. Then it did a Chinese New Year section, and now let's see if it can come up with other stuff. Okay, there's definitely a lot more like work going into this one. I 100% recognize that. Um, I am not fully letting it be one click because it just wouldn't. <laughs> like work. I know that like I'm very familiar with Jasper. It is to this day my favorite uh, blog post writer There we go Oh, this hurts my heart to write such a bad article with my buddy So so far we have 901 words. We've got like oh this should have gotten taken out. There we go um, but that's including their stuff, so we're going to remove that. So we've got 735 words. We're going to keep going. Um, 
I'm going to be honest, I can already tell this is bad content. 100%. I recognize that. I'm not crazy. Uh, as I said, though, this is not the way you should be using this. <laughs> and like, as you can tell, it is super thin content. There's no specificity. It's getting shorter and shorter as we go, especially because I have not continued to guide it. And then it keeps guessing the next thing. So definitely if I put the full outline in the content description, that would help. That is usually what I do if I don't want to waste words. But I mean, like, you have unlimited words, so who cares? Um, then we're just going to run this section, see how it goes. But yeah, usually I would write with Jasper and the, the intro and the first section I do a lot more work on. And then after that, I do almost nothing. Why is it winter activities? Let's remove that. Yeah, this is sad and not good. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna have it write the conclusion now. Okay, and now we're going to ask it for some FAQs. That was entirely on me, not on it. I accidentally hit space. Okay, there we go. So we've got 1300 words of <laughs> content that hurts my heart. Um, but I wanted to keep this fair. I'm not gonna let my bias get in here. So I mean, other than me moaning through this. Um, so we have a post here. Now, definitely I would do this completely differently to make it actually good, helpful content. However, this is an experiment. We're seeing how it goes. Um, if you are actually writing with Jasper, please, for the love of God, don't do it this way. Um, feed it information, write with it, work with it, have bullet points of tips and things it can pick up on. That was not the point of this uh, experiment. So we got to work with what we've got. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's how I would do it properly. So we'll go through the content uh, once I do the next two and then we'll actually like review the bits. Okay, see you soon. It's time to test Writer's End. Now, Writer's End is not traditionally an AI. That's not what they market it for. It's more like Surfer, where it's for content optimization and things like that. However, it has an AI component, and I wanted to test it out, because, I mean, if it's the equivalent of Surfer in other ways, well, let's see how this goes. So this is not my account. This is my friend Tay's account. Thank you so much, Tay, for letting me in to do this. Um, I've used it before as like a content optimizer as a trial a while ago and like clicked around its AI, but I haven't used its AI this extensively. So let's dive in and really try this. Uh, Tay taught me how to use it because I had no idea. So um, I might still not be the best at this, but again, the whole point of this is ease of use. So we don't need to be perfect at this. We shouldn't need to be like doing expert nonsense for it. Now, if you want to check out Tay, Tay is an excellent freelance writer. She's also a blog broker who sells blogs. Um, her main site is Hello Tay, T-A-E. So you can go check her out. She's excellent. And I will link her in the description below. So we're going to keep going with our Ottawa in keywords. So we're going to do Ottawa in March. March, I almost said Marsh. Um, we're gonna have it suggest more keywords just like we did with Koala. 
um, and then we're going to have it generate a title and auto build an outline. Now the title it generates is going to be the blog title. The description it generates is like a meta, but it uses that to try and figure out what it should be writing about and what it's like purpose is. So we'll hit create article. It is 9:39. Uh, this doesn't usually take very long, but my Wi-Fi in this hotel is not perfect. So um, we'll give it a minute. I'm going to pause while it works and we'll see how long it takes. Okay, that took literally a minute, it's 9.40. So here we have um, the outline creation section where we're gonna start generating the outline. So it has the best March events in Ottawa. I don't really like that title. I find the titles are hit or miss here. So I am gonna change it to something more like um, what our competitor, or what our, what our competitors, what its competitors had. So uh, things to see and do, or like a no before you visit kind of thing. Then the description it generated was about the old title, so I'm gonna have it generate another one. This has like not been working super well for me, so I'm gonna give it a second, but I think this is my internet. When I've tried to do the description, it's like, it taps out. <laughs> so I'm not really sure um, why that is, but I think it's definitely me. <laughs> okay, here we go, so we've got it running. So March is a great time to visit Ottawa, the capital of Canada. That seems good. Let's just go with the first one. I mean, it seems fine. So we'll use that as our description and then we can close out of that. Now I'm gonna have it aim for um, more like the length of um, Surfer and Koala. I know that Jasper and ChatGPT didn't get us this long, but let's go for it and see what happens. Then over here, you can see that it has the competitors um, that we can take a look at in more detail. Now this just lets you evaluate it. It's not gonna like copy that or necessarily follow it. Down here though, we have these topics that we can add in. So Ottawa in March, I definitely wanna include the weather. I think that's super important. Um, we also have the forecast, things to do in Ottawa for March break. I think those work really well. Uh, let's see if there are any others. I think visit Ottawa in March sounds fine. Just hitting some some, uh, some subtopics to include. Apparently people really worried about Justin Bieber performing. So we've got a couple there. Um, this is kind of like, to me, this feels the same as with Surfer where you have to like select which people to include. So like here, um, if I wanna highlight certain things, I could then select them to be included. I'm not gonna do that because again, we're doing the one click as best we can. And to specifically go in and select sections of theirs is like more advanced, I would say, than Surfer and Koala. So we're trying to keep it pretty equal. So let's give it a go. So we're gonna start building the outline. It generates an outline here, and then we go into the writer, and then in the writer is where we start like the actual writing process. I mean, probably obviously, but yeah. So we'll see how long that takes. It's 9.42 now, so, oh, never mind. <laughs> it worked immediately. Okay, so we have our introduction and then some bullet point notes of like what it should include. So intro, museums, national gallery, specific museum for some, oh, it was, sorry, it's H3. So it's bringing out the specific museums. I like that, that's good. Outdoors, we have the Rideau Canal. I will say, um, like I live in Ottawa, the Rideau Canal is open for like three weeks at its longest ever. It's somewhere between February and March, so I do understand why it's like crossing over. I would probably put it just in February and March, where I think when we had our January article, there was a mention of it, but we'll look at that more when we're actually like evaluating the posts. Uh, we have Gatineau Park festivals and events, and so then it brings out a couple festivals. We have Parliament Hill, goes over it a bit, and then a conclusion. So I think it's a little bit more of like a 
zoomed in view for March, but I think that's a pretty good outline. So let's go with it. We'll set up our keywords. So this is where I can select the extra keywords that we want to include. Um, I think we got a lot here. So I'm just going to go with the ones that it suggests because it automatically pulls the ones it thinks are most important. I'm going to delete this connect Facebook, Twitter. I think that one is nonsense and this AI one. But I think other than that, we've got a pretty good amount. I don't know why Canadian Tire is such a big deal, but let's find out. So again, we want to let this run itself as much as we can. So let's give it a go. We'll save and begin writing. It is 944. And so we're going to now write this with it. So again, it's not a one click. Instead, what we have to do is kind of prompt the AI. So the AI dude is down here. I, I always call it a male. I don't know why. Maybe because like I like being able to boss a guy around, but that's how I handle this. So we have, um, oops, before I do this, I have to import the outline. So we want to put it over here. So we copied it to editor. The description then kind of becomes the intro here. Um, I see it more as a meta, even though I know it's too long. But as you can tell, like then our actual intro is down here. So it's kind of to me in the spot where an intro would go. I'm going to leave it for now because I don't know if you need to like give it that background or not. But we're going to come over here. So here we go. We're going to start um, writing our section. So we have introduction. And then we're going to add these notes. I don't know if I need to like, I'm just going to generate it and see what happens. Again, I'm not an expert on this. Tay showed me how to use it. I have the memory of a goldfish. So this is also not anything about her teaching. This is entirely on me if this is not the way you're supposed to do things as much. So these are quite short. Uh, we have Ottawa is a vibrant city with plenty to do. Really likes the word vibrant. I don't know why, but okay. Um, Colors of spring, it's not really. I would say it's still quite winter. So I'm gonna go with the first one um, because I think it's the best of the options. I don't think it's great. I will be completely honest about that. So I wanna go back. There we go, okay. So now we need to do it again. Oh, we just click, right, sorry guys. Um, okay. We have, oh, I should have done the blog intro. That's on me. Okay, let's try that one instead. That's entirely my fault. Whoops, my bad. Okay, that took a second basically from when I, I started to pause it and then it just popped up. Um, so it's a great time to visit with its vibrant culture, whether you're looking for a romantic getaway, family vacation or solo, da 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 really still likes vibrant city for some reason. I don't really know, it's not a word I would typically use, but okay. Hmm. I think I like the last one best. Going forward, I'm just gonna give myself one option because I am the most indecisive person in this world and it's gonna take us too long if I have to, you know, we should just do the first one because just first generation. So we're gonna take the variance down to one. And then let's do, so this would be a set, an intro thing, I think. Let's see what explaining is. Yeah, so we have paragraph introduction. So I think we'll do this to run these ones. Cause I think that's gonna give us the closest approximation to what we had from um, Surfer's thing. 
<laughs> discover the hidden gems of city name. I mean, fair. I didn't give it uh, the city name. I thought it would have maybe pulled it from elsewhere, but okay. So we've got Ottawa. So I'll just do one section like fully live with you guys. I don't want to waste our time. So I'll then run the extra ones the exact same way um, so that we get, yeah, I don't think we need next paragraph, blog intro, text finisher. I'm not really sure which one to go with. Let's try paragraph answer. I know it wants a question, but to me, that would be the closest thing to paragraph. We'll see. Yeah, that seemed to give us a good result. Okay, so the National Gallery is an art museum. The museum also offers a variety of stuff. Must see for art lovers. Cool. Okay, so that's going to be how I run these. Oops, I did not mean to make that a header. Oh, formatting. Why do you forsake me? There we go. Okay, um, that was dramatic of me. So I'll run through the rest of these and then we'll come back to do the conclusion because um, I think that's going to be probably a needing to do a slightly different prompt, but we shall see. Um, before I forget, so I've, I did one already, but it's 9.49, so we'll see how long this takes. Okay, so I was testing conclusion options, and I really just found out that putting it into uh, the paragraph answer seems the easiest, so I just copied the conclusion, then it's notes about recapping and encouraging people to visit Ottawa, and that's all we did for that. So it's 9.54, and we've got a full post. Um, so currently, it is 1300 words, which is about on par with what we had from Jasper and ChatGPT. So yeah, we've got a complete post. Definitely could have done this a lot more um, and done more to it. I will say again, this is not something I use regularly. Um, it was cool though, it has like these outline sections where you can have like more specific things that you might want. So if you wanted to have um, it ask the question based on a paragraph you have, if you want it to do features to benefits, unique value propositions, that sort of stuff. Same like Jasper does a lot of that and you could ask ChatGPT to do a lot of that. So I could have gotten more in depth. We're keeping it pretty simple. I also didn't use any expanders or rewrites. I did a one click for each, whereas you could have, have it keep going and enter more paragraphs, have it like start from one sentence and finish it. Um, just so that people who don't know this tool can understand it better. Like I said, I'm not an expert at this. This is newer to me, um, but it's something that I know a number of people have started using as a surfer alternative. So wanted to review it this way. So we've got this now. I have decided to add an extra one that I wasn't initially gonna test, but based on how this one worked, I realized I use Reword a lot and I think it'd be really cool to add it in. So next we're gonna do Reword. Okay, it's Reword's time to battle, I guess. I don't know. I'm trying to like think of terms for like wrestling showdowns, but I don't watch wrestling. <laughs> so to start with for Reword, you do have to enter a title. It will adjust it, but we just need to start with like kind of the keyword. So we're going to do Ottawa in, because we're getting so far in, we're at April now. <laughs> um, so we're going to like meet where we are today at a certain point. It's getting ridiculous. So then we want to give it an objective. I really like that it lets me do this. So um, help visitors figure out the best things to do in Ottawa in April, what the weather is. I'm not like trying to make this real sentences. You just want to give it a couple kind of buzzword sort of things. Um, and if this is the right time for them to visit. So here we go. 
And so from here, what it now does is it pulls all sorts of extra question kind of things that you can click to generate. So I don't know why I didn't really think of it in terms of like the whole one click generation, because it kind of is to some extent. Um, and I think it's a little bit more so than we had with Writer's End. So here you can see when I click up by the title, it gives me other options for titles. So I think April in Ottawa, the ultimate visitor's guide, that's pretty similar to what we had with other ones. Um, and I do want to try to keep us to a similar um, focus of what we're doing. Okay, I wanna get out of that though. So now subheadings is gonna help us write the outline. Let me just check the other ones that they have. Yep, so subheadings are gonna give us a bunch of potential headers that we might want for this. We can also ask it questions, so I can ask it and I'm going to after, what is the best outline for this? So here we've got uh, best time to visit Ottawa for the Tulip Festival, which like, to my memory this year was, I think maybe April, but I thought it was in May, but I have to double check. It does change a little bit based on weather. So, okay, we got festivals, we've got hiking, biking and walking, food, pack your bag and head to Ottawa. So before I click any of those, I think they are very good. I do wanna ask it, um, what is the best outline for this post? Oh, and it's uh, 10 a.m. as we start this. I think it was 9.58 when I fully started this. Okay, so here it's giving me more like talking me through what to include. So we want weather and temperature, festivals, uh, things to do. I like that idea. Include tips for visitors such as what to pack for the weather, how to get around. Cool, so even though it didn't give me the outline like headings, I can come into subheadings now and then structure it that way. So I would say um, I do want the what to wear, but I wanna see if it had a weather one to start with. It's outdoor activities. Okay, it doesn't have one about weather, so let's load some more and see if it can come up with some for me. Oh, now it's pulling things to do. <laughs> That's fair. I mean, I like local festivals. That was something we had before. We had shopping in one of them. Uh, museum and galleries. Parks and gardens. Let's do nightlife. Let's do, I think we already had natural wonders. I'm gonna just take the take advantage of the mild weather. Oops, I meant to put that up higher. I think it should kind of start the post. No, get out of the title area. Make it, I don't know what I've done. That's entirely on me. Okay, there we go. Okay, so we've got a number of them now. We've got weather, festival, shopping, mild weather. I want to try and get these ones back. Yeah, here we go. Okay, so, uh, Fun activities, I think we already had. No, did we not? We've got food. Did I already put that in? No, I didn't. Okay, food, pack your bags. No, we wanted what to wear. I think we've got most of them here. I think parks and gardens I'll sub out for this one about hiking and biking. Nightlife seems fine, museums and galleries. And then we're gonna have near the festivals and events. There we go. Okay, so we've got a decent outline there. 
Uh, we got this will give you facts that you can pull for the post. We'll give it a second to load. And definitely still fact check these, but it does come from it like using Google to find them. And it gives you, this is a new addition. When I first started using it, they didn't have this, but I love that I can fact check these so easily now. So here we go. So Tulip Festival takes place in May, but some might be in blue, it bloom in April. So um, it's not fully a festival yet, but I'm gonna put that note there for myself and it's linked which is so helpful. I would definitely change like where it's linked if I was putting that in um, a proper post. But this lets me fact check so easily and like pull information. Uh, da, da, da. We have the writer. Oh, so the festival's in April, not in March as um, Writer's End wanted to tell us, but whatever, we can pull that. We also have the Children's Festival. That was May, so we're gonna leave that out. Um, good time to visit Ottawa for those who want to avoid crowds and save money. Put that in the intro somewhere. I think that's probably good. Um, then we have what questions do my readers also ask? And so that could be um, an FAQ section. I'll move my little head up. So we have what's the temperature, popular outdoor activities, festivals, best places to see cherry blossoms. That's a good note. I forgot about the cherry blossoms. Uh, so we could put that as a header. Like this is slapdash for sure, but we're just gonna throw some stuff in. Uh, and then not really FAQ worthy to me right now, but we can see later uh, what other titles. And then we have, are there any major events or festivals happening? And this is where I can pull that information if I want to. once it loads. Again, I don't think this is its fault. I think this is very much my internet. Um, okay, so here, Ottawa in April is a great time to visit. There's the Canada Tulip Festival, which might start late April, but mostly is May. Uh, da, da, da. So these are good sections, and I would just add um, Ottawa Tulip Festival and put it in an H3 and click that. Never heard of the Poutine Fest. So I would, this is again, like I would fact check all of these, but I think it's good to throw them in for now. One thing I immediately notice is it's pulling some things that our other posts had, and I can't believe that all of these festivals exist every month. So fact-checking, so important. Okay, so we've got that. Don't know why that keeps trying, there we go, finally. Okay, so we're gonna have an intro here. What is a good intro for this post? So basically the way Reword works is you ask it questions and then it's going to write intros. So there we've got, or write whatever. So we got a sentence there, and then we are going to, where did my little, oh there, I'm hiding it. Um, up here we've got little tools. So we have the command tool, which is where I can then tell it to write more. Uh, write more for this intro. And once it starts writing, you can then like tell it to just keep going, um, much like something like Jasper. 
It's usually a bit more smooth and not as staccato, but again, that is my Wi-Fi, 100%. <laughs> Okay, it is going for it. Wow, this is basically a post. And I think it might be doing that. <laughs> Whoops. Okay, so not really an intro, but whatever. I mean, it did its thing. Um, so when we come here, so you can see there's also enrich, rephrase, and simplify. So actually, if we simplify the intro, that might help us more. And again, this is not really a one click, of course, so we're gonna run through these a bit. Um, but then for the next sections, I'll be able to just have it run question, or run like write this paragraph sort of thing. see it working in the corner so it's 1007 I'm gonna pause it and watch it immediately fix itself come on or has it just decided not to work there we go okay no what's happening no I did something there okay come on simplify I'm like 99% sure this is my internet me but who knows at this point there we go okay There we go. That's more of an intro. I'd still say it's not a great intro, but it's, it's an intro. So we've got something there. Um, so now we're going to, uh, what's that one? I think that's the continue writing one, if I'm correct. Yeah. Cool. There we go. And now it's just going with headers too, okay. <laughs> Has basically become one click without me intending for it to be. <laughs> oh my goodness, it is really going for it. Okay, I'm gonna pause when, and come back when it's done. Of course, like the second I say that every single time it finishes, I don't understand what like curse I have that I keep doing this. So, okay, so now we're gonna um, delete the what to do in April because we've got stuff below it. I think the April right time to visit is a part of the above one. So let's go from there. So here we're gonna say, uh, write an intro to this section. It's using some very frilly language, very fancy language. Like the frosty grip, buzzing with vibrancy of fresh blooms. It's feeling dramatic today. It's interesting. <laughs> okay, so we're going to let this keep writing the Tulip Festival section and see if there's more for it to write. As it writes too, the interesting thing is it doesn't let you scroll. So like I can't see 
what it's still doing. I can only tell it's still working from the little circle dude up in the corner. So yeah, after this section, I'm gonna pause y'all while I just keep running it this exact way um, and see how it goes. Well, actually we'll do, we'll do one section where I command it a bit more, um, but cause like, yeah, I've, it's like fully off the rails now. I cannot see where it is and I know it's not still writing about the Tulip Festival. So yeah, okay, we have weather. Is April the best time to visit? We've already had that. So here we go. And we're gonna combine these. What was this one? Rephrase, let's simplify, I think. No, let's rephrase. And then for the poutine fest, I'm gonna um, actually give it a command. Okay, why are you not working again? Why is it mad at me today? There we go. Wow, it is so frilly and like oddly descriptive. The city's heart beats with the rhythm of the Canadian Tulip Festival. What? I don't know where it's getting this language from, but okay. Okay, cool, so it's got something. <laughs> okay, um, we're gonna command it this time. Write a blog paragraph about the poutine fest in Ottawa. And then after this one, I'll let you guys magically see it finished <laughs> while I keep running it. Um, so we're at 10.12 so far, and yeah, there'll be a few sections for me to get through. Okay, I, why does it hate me today? So usually I can do this once and it'll just work, but apparently not today. I mean, I will admit when I'm really hungry or hungover, it does feel like a divine concoction of fries, cheese curds and gravy, but yeah, I don't know. <laughs> It is also using some interesting formatting that I didn't expect. Okay, so we've got a couple sections now for you guys to have seen how it works. I'm going to um, go through and finish this out. Okay, so it is 10.25 and we are done. I basically just ran the like continue writing script uh, the whole time. So I didn't actually do any of those prompts anymore because it was going pretty well. We had a really good one with this museum and gallery section and then it just did other stuff. Um, every single time it kept adding weather and right time to visit as like the next headers for it, which I thought was interesting. But yeah, we have a full post now. Um, it is how many words? Let's check. 2,306 words. We've got the title as well, so it brings it up a little bit, but that is now complete. So we have one more to go, which is GPT-4, and then we will be comparing these outputs. So yeah, hope you enjoyed this. Um, and if you don't know Reword, it is really cool. It is trained on your content, but I opened a new account to do this one. That way it wouldn't be trained on my content. Um, and we can tell that from the language. It is insane language and I can't wait to dive into it. Okay, it's time to challenge GPT-4 in this Ultimate AI Showdown. 
So we're going to use GPT-4 in the exact same way that we use GPT-3.5. We're going to use the exact same prompts. I'm going to adjust them in the exact same way. Um, however, we're not doing January now. We are up to May. So here we have, hey, chat GPT, please act as an expert blog writer for Ottawa Canada Travel Blog. Your travel, our target audience are 30-year-old travelers visiting Ottawa for the first time from the U.S. Please use a casual tone. Basically, we're just going to try and target it a little bit the way that those other one-click AIs are trained on, and we're giving it a tone like we had elsewhere. So we're going to start with getting our title. Okay, I think the first one is already probably going to be the most similar to what we had elsewhere. I'm going to take out American travelers probably and just do like for first time visitors sort of a thing. Um, just that way we want that we want the American thing to be understated, I guess. Um, so great. Thank you. I like the first one best. Please create a detailed, oh Jesus, for this blog post. Oh, I should have said we started a minute and a half ago, so it's five or 4.51 now, so it would be 4.50 when we started-ish, or maybe 4.49. Okay, so we've got an intro like usual, why visit in May? which seems like it's going to touch on weather, which is good. Getting to and around Ottawa. So we've had that at the end sometimes, so not at the beginning. Essential sites to visit, outdoor activities. We got food, uh, events, useful tips for U.S. travelers. I like that they've included that. That's good. We didn't have that from GPT 3.5. Got a conclusion. And I love that they've added a call to action. That is so great. I really like that they're pulling that. So we've got a nice outline here. Again, don't think it's perfect. I would definitely do things differently if I did this. I don't typically let AIs write my outlines, um, but for our purposes, we're gonna go with it. And then I always say, thank you. I don't need to say include an introduction and conclusion because it's already got one. And let's see if it's a little bit more accurate on the word count. As we saw with uh, 3.5, it was more to like 14, 1300 words. This is going to be a little bit longer, which is nice. I hope. <laughs> okay, so we've got an intro going. Um, definitely all these at like one click AIs or just general AI writers really love a chunky paragraph. So my first thing I always change is just hitting enter when I put it on my site or I'm editing things. But I think we're getting some good information here. So we've got why visit in May, uh, a riot of color. That's an interesting term. One of the other AIs had a similar wording. I'm wondering where this, like what competitor is using it that this is coming from. Um, okay, we've got essential sites to visit. Got some outdoor activities, local cuisine to try. Gotta continue generating. Okay, so it's running pretty quickly. We're at 4.53. We're nearly done. Okay. See how long this is and see if we're gonna give it a shot to make it extend it. Okay, that's way too short. So let's say, uh, thanks ChatGPT, please 
band on the above and make it a 2400 oops word blog post so i will give advice to anyone using gpt don't do this <laughs> like right section by section it is a hundred percent a better way to get it to work for you so what i would typically do is have it write the intro we'd move on to the next section then the next section and you'd keep adjusting each se each section as you go if you get past its like sight line basically like it can only see so far back you just copy and paste what you have so far and then keep going from there um but like even what I often do before I even start this is I teach it my voice first and like teach it on a blog post of mine, um, which we didn't do here because we couldn't have done that with the competitors. So it's not fair. And so it seems like it's making it a touch longer, but it's not a lot longer. So I'm, I'm not sure we're going to get all the way to 2,500 words. Let's see. Okay, let's come up here. Now we've got a thousand words. I think we could, there's a couple of different ways we could extend this that I'm not necessarily gonna do right now. Um, one thing that we could do is we could have given it a few example blogs to base it off of. Um, I think we're gonna go into the FAQs now and then leave it at that to keep it at considerably fair compared to what we did with competitors. Um, definitely, I have written way better posts with GPT-4 than this, but we have to work with what we've got. And that's kind of the point of this, is to see what we can do for um, as easy as possible. Okay, so we've got four of our five, and the word count seems pretty good for these. Like, it seems like it's keeping it nice and short, except for maybe that last one. How long are you? Maybe a little bit long? No, 54 words. Okay, so we're good. So when we include that, we had about 1,000 above. We're at about 1,300. So we're not super long either. Definitely, we could ask, um, are there any more sections this blog post should have to help people. So there we go. We've got a couple extra thing we could things we could add in to lengthen this post. Um, and I could just well like I'll give it the prompt to just run it basically. Uh, but this is slightly cheating, I guess. So uh, great. Please write those for this blog post. And I definitely think that the sections that we've gotten here so far are pretty cursory, but there's opportunities there.
Okay, so it's 4.58 and we are done. <laughs> um, so we had about 1,300 words. If we add this to it, got about 1,700 words for this article. Um, so yeah, that is, those are the end of our first generations. Now we're going to get into evaluating the different outputs and seeing what is best. Okay, let's evaluate these posts. So first of all, I will say the easiest ones to create by far were Surfer and Koala, because I basically had to do nothing. I would say Koala was probably easier, but I do think that's likely because I use it more often, so I am more used to the system of how you add things in. It just makes more sense to me. Whereas with Surfer, I'm still figuring out which ones you toggle in, which ones you don't. But the fastest ones, and that is because I treated them like a one-click, even though they definitely aren't, were Jasper and ChatGPT, both free and paid, because I gave a couple prompts and then just let it run. Now, one common thing I hear all the time with GPT and Jasper and anything really like it is, well, if I have to give like a 2,000 word prompt just to get my thing, it's so much work. Yeah, it's work the first time you make that prompt. And then after that, you're just copying and pasting that prompt over and over again. Like, I'm not writing brand new prompts every single time and then training it anew every single time. I am copying and pasting that existing prompt back in and then just going. So I would say that like, yes, it still takes time. It didn't take 20 minutes to load one section of it. And to me, you have the more control and stuff like that. So while if I gave it 20 minutes and used full on intense, like well curated commands, you would get a better output in that same time that it took us to make the surfer one. So let's just put that out there to begin with. Um, and now let's go through. So I went through this surfer article. We have 98 out of 100 for the content score. I do think that is over optimized. I mean, you're getting a lot of things here that are also overused, even based on their recommendation and surfer already kind of over optimizes for things in their suggestions. So we're getting a lot of usage of a lot of these. Now, the introduction is bad as ever, <laughs> and I didn't expect much from intros for any of these, to be honest. We're going to get pretty bargain basement intros. This one basically is exactly what I thought it would be. However, we do actually have the keyword used in the first sentence here, which is a lot better than what we've gotten elsewhere. The short summary is worse than some of our other ones, so the third sentence is where we finally get something specific to November, where the other ones are just like, Ottawa has unique weather in November. What's the weather? <laughs> like, what is it? So finally it got specific. Now, then it dives into the weather section. The intro to the weather section, I think is too long for an intro because it just answers all the stuff already. Also, I found with this post, there was so many inconsistencies. So here it says average temperatures ranging from negative nine Celsius to seven Celsius. Here it says a high of six to a low of negative three. Still average temperatures. What has changed in the last couple sentences? Have years passed? I don't know. But this happened a couple times in this post with various things. In one section, it would really highlight something like here it highlights. I can't, ugh, I'm going to embarrass myself trying to say this. Mare blue bog. I say it slowly. I always call it blog by accident because blogs on the brain. But they mention it here like, oh, this is such a great thing to do. 
it never gets mentioned again, even in the hiking section. And it is like, it is a hike. That is the reason you go there is to hike it. It's not a hard hike. It's a boardwalk hike, but like, it's still a hiking trail. That's what it's known for. And it just gets completely left out of the hiking section. And this is like, AI can see above it. We're not thousands of words deep here. Like, I mean, the section is about a thousand words down. It would have the ability to look back, even according to GPT-3's ability or 3.5's ability. So yeah, it just confused me that the content was so off within itself. And especially because this is supposed to be something that you could technically just put on your site immediately. Definitely always fact check regardless, even when they say that, but like it's supposed to be something good to go. There was tonal shifts throughout this where it would get like here in this weather section, it is very, I don't know, dry meteorologist, like reading the weather network. And then in other sections, it was trying to be a little bit more casual. And so that tone shift was very weird and kind of jarring, I think. It did provide some specific examples. Um, so there are some trails here I've never heard of before, so I'd have to double check that they even exist. Um, it does have, again, some odd things like, okay, it lists trails and then says, some of them do each of these things, but like, which do what? And technically snowshoeing and cross-country skiing don't happen in November in Ottawa. Like, it's just not cold enough. We don't have enough snow yet. Also to me, biking and snowshoeing happen at very different times of year. Like it's it, when it's snowy and icy enough that you have to like wear snowshoes cause it's so thick, you can't cycle through that. Like you're gonna just die. It seems very weird to me. There were a lot of times when it would say things like, okay, it's essential to wear suitable clothing and then doesn't define that. So it always felt like each section still kind of gave me the SEO blue balls where I'm like, okay, you've started to talk about the thing and then you've just wandered away from it. Um, and that was really frustrating because like we want specifics and we want to help people. And just saying wear suitable clothing, someone who's coming here from Australia might not know if like, okay, they need like a little puffer jacket or like a full on parka. They'd have no idea. They also might never have experienced negative nine degrees Celsius. So like to some people, that's like the end of the world cold. To other people, me, not that bad because <laughs> like I was born here and I'm very used to negative 30 in Ottawa. Like I, walking my dog, my eyelashes freeze open regularly in winter. I don't enjoy it, but that's why I don't think negative nine is that bad. <laughs> and so there were things like that in here. There were also like inaccuracies, like the Rideau Canal has never opened before February. So, or at least not in years. So very odd. And then like weird that it would put skating rinks here when outdoor skating rinks aren't a thing in November. Indoor skating rinks, yes. It's just not cold enough in November, or at least hasn't been in the last couple of years. So like if it was a thing 10 years ago, that's irrelevant. It also then doesn't list skating rinks. Um, the parks and green space, the first bit was good. It did list a number of parks that are legitimate places I go to all the time. Um, it just used random platitudes, like the beauty of the season what is like what does that look like are the trees still red or are they bare is there grass is there snow we aren't sure at this point um and then it said like partake in outdoor activities but it's kind of unclear what those are the cultural experiences section i think was a little bit better um but it was very short so like okay here's a list of museums go do the thing and it just felt again like the information wasn't fully out there for people 
what time are they open, what days of the week, or like anything like that. And like definitely I think I expect a lot from anything, even from my own writers. I do want to give a lot of information. But the fact that here it really just intros every section, because our competitors did have proper sections on this stuff. So like to me, going through all of this, I have to make a lot of changes. There's also things like it pulled 2022 dates for items that like are clearly defunct now. I mean, we're in 2023. So I don't know what it was trained on to maybe, like, maybe the training just didn't notice that kind of a thing or tell it not to pull stuff like that. Um, but it is important to me that I have to go through and hunt these down now and double check all of these things. So none of the facts feel like I can trust them. I also don't know where they're from. So I have to hunt them down still. The dining section was just bad. Like this is so short. There's like not a lot here. I mean, it just, yeah. And it randomly is like, it offers a range of cuisines, none of which are local. Like it doesn't actually talk about things that are from Ottawa other than beaver tails, which like I get that we do have beaver tails. It's not a real beaver tail. It's a piece of pastry. And the way that the grid, like the grill used to work on it, it left like a cross mark that looked like the pattern on a beaver tail. That's why it's called that. That's not said here. It just says deep fried dough pastry <laughs> and it's weird. I don't know. Um, yeah, it just felt a bit awkward. It also has like random extra sentences at the bottom because clearly it was running itself on a pattern where it was like chunk of text, random sentence. And if I'd been able to get in there early on and adjust this, we wouldn't have this. So yeah, I do think this is like there's some stuff that is factually correct yes it just feels very chunky i don't think it is the best outline at all i don't think any of them are the best outline um, because we didn't create them with seo in mind we didn't look at secondary keywords we couldn't do any of that we had to just let them go and i mean we could in some of them but to keep it fair and so like there's no option for me to have completely redone this without hitting that limit of like surfer seos ai only lets you input so much in that outline section and that's really problematic so yeah here we have stuff like it has pulled ticket prices um i think those are pretty i'd say 1835 is a little bit low from what i regularly see but maybe they have a special deal they're thinking of i don't know um but also it says like the team will be hosting two games like it's now speaking in future tense we don't know where it got that information. I'm guessing it got it from last year and what they did at a certain period. That's not evergreen and that's a problem. And like, this is not for news content, this is for blog content. So there should have been some training to it that would get it out of that. And then other sporting events, it just says check local listings basically, which is like, how is that helpful? So yeah, and then again, we have things that are from last November. Um, I do understand where this comes from. Like it's hard to pull any information about concerts, I guess. However, I would say it could just pull where the venues are. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of like generalities here. I think the Remembrance Day ceremony area is the only actually good section of content. Uh, the intro is way too long. Once again, I think it wastes tons of our time in intro sections, but I think the actual stuff on the War Memorial and the, the ceremony are legitimate good pieces of content. I would only minorly need to adjust those. The conclusion is terrible and just bad, which again, AI is notorious for. 
Then we have um, frequently asked questions. Once again, we are getting a change in the temperature that is our averages. Um, we're also suddenly getting Fahrenheit in a new format, and that is a huge problem for me as someone who used to be a proofreader. I am so into consistency, and that's not here. Then if we have what is the best month to visit Ottawa, it basically says not November until the very end. So like we would have, we would want to like ne not necessarily phrase it that way. I mean, maybe it's not the best month to visit, but it also doesn't tell you a month. It's very vague in general. How many days? Three days is enough is basically what it says. I think that's fine. It's at least definitive and decisive. I don't think any of these are good FAQs. It does not restate the question immediately. Is Ottawa worth visiting is massively too long for an FAQ. And then average temperature. Again, we've got yet another set of temperatures. At least this time is the same as one of the middle ones we had. But like, this is just frustrating to me that I have to still go through fact check everything, which like is to be expected. But typically you fact check it in one spot, not eight different times. Um, there's tons of defunct information. There's a lot of like general platitudes and like not a lot of concrete helpful information. So then let's look at Koala because I've been hyping Koala. So again, 2,600 words. It doesn't have any must words that like we had to have included. So I think that is different here. So we don't really have that to go off of. However, its intro is much longer than any of the competitors and I have high hopes. So let's check it out. Ottawa, the charming capital city of Canada transforms into a winter wonderland in December. So not the keyword in the first sentence, but still better than what we've seen in <laughs> Surfer. So it is quite um, flowery, I guess, in the language, like as the snow falls and the city lights up with festive decorations, there's no shortage of excitement for everyone. I just think there's no room for everyone in blogs. Um, we also get a fair amount of passive voice in this one, which I'm not a huge fan of, but and I would have hoped that for something, both Koala and uh, Surfer, for them to have trained them on active voice a little bit more. That would have been nice. So going through the rest of the post, key takeaways, again, pretty general. So the first one at least says like, it's a winter wonderland in December sort of a thing. Um, and then it kind of dives into like, just general outdoor adventures, holiday theme festivities. It, like, at least this does specifically refer to Christmas, but still feels a bit meh. We've got some general ideas of the climate being cold and the temperature being cold. We don't have specific degrees here, which I do think is a missed opportunity, 100%. If I was like, what is the temperature there? And it never says the temperature. It just says frosty temperatures, which means nothing to me. I'd be annoyed. Now the best time section is interesting because it does like, again, it loves this whole magical winter wonderland vibe. I don't know where it's getting that from really, um, but it's pulled that a lot. We get a lot about the festive season and things like that, but it does specifically refer to outdoor skating and snowshoeing. Uh, we just start to get skating in December. The problem I have here is like links to a competitor. So this is someone else who has an Ottawa in winter article, which isn't like a direct competitor you would think for December. However, they are ranking in the top 10 and it is a big no-no to link to those people. Whereas inside of their post, they do link to this actual trail. So it kind of did a surface level link. So I still have to do the work to pull it in properly. I also have to double check the times because that could change pretty often. We don't know. Um, but I do like the stuff about the lights and when the projection happens, it's pretty much the same every year on Parliament Hill. So we've got some like good factual information. I think the where to stay section is too early in this post, for sure. If I was looking for 
Ottawa in a certain time period, I want to know the weather and then what to do. And the fact that it jumps into like stay in these places, that would definitely need to be moved. Um, but it does pull like legitimate hotels. There are some that like I wouldn't call the Novotel a Novotel. I don't know how to pronounce it. I've only ever read it as mid-range. I would move that a little bit closer to luxury. Um, but maybe that's just me. I don't know. I think I would probably also think of the alt as probably a bit closer to luxury, but you know, you can adjust that. Um, then for the actual like events and celebrations, it does have things like here it links to the Ottawa tourism event calendar. Now that's hit or miss because technically they're a competitor. So I'd probably know follow that link, but I do think it's important to share it. And I think it has done this the right way of saying like, here's where things are hosted. This is where you'll find the updated things for this year. We have the specifics of the holiday markets and things like that. Um, I do think it reads more like a blog here. I love that these sections are longer and more in depth into the actual individual things. Um, we also have like the Christmas market uh, event thing from like the tourism board. Again, we'd have to know follow that if we're going to use it. Um, but you've got a lot of helpful information. There is still certainly fluff. Like I definitely think there's a lot of stuff that can be cut here um, and more helpful stuff that could have been put in its place. So then we have uh, activities for family and kids. So I know that was like in the built-in outline. I wouldn't have included that. I mean, also I just have to show you guys, look at, <laughs> why is my dog sleeping like that? Um, yeah, I wouldn't have included a section just for kids. That's not a, the point of my site. It's not my audience. Um, so if this was something where like I was changing the outline, I would have gotten rid of that for sure. However, I do think it's good that like it has pulled some information like Lansdowne Park is a great place to skate. Um, that links to a competitor though, um, Parliament Hill also link, links to more of a direct competitor. So the Lansdowne Park links to like a winter post, but the other one links to, yeah, it's just a problem. I think all of these link to that person, which is troubling, but that does help me tell where they decided to pull this from. So I can see the thinking at least a little bit. Now it's also pulled Mare Blue conser conservation area. Um, so at least I don't have to say bog again. And a few other things, we've got Rideau Hall and Fairmont Chateau Laurier. Um, I like that it's pulled this information. I do think it's super helpful to have those links added so I can at least hunt things down. I would remove a large majority of them for sure, but it's helpful. Now it's also naming specific museums for us. Um, I just find the language overall sounds more blog-like and it is easier for me to adjust because even if I took the like kids section out of it and just said like things to do in Ottawa in December, a lot of these, there's only like minor kid things I'd have to get rid of, which actually probably says that it did a bad job of focusing on um, who it's talking to. But yeah, and then I think these sections on like the outdoor activities are much more in depth. So like this on skating and skiing, which like I probably would have separated into separate things personally, because um, they're in different areas but it's pulled very helpful information. So it has the Sens Rink of Dreams, um, which I don't think that's what it's thinking of with the three kilometer trail. I do think that's a different name, but I have to double check that. Um, 
yeah, so it does talk about the Rideau Canal though, which is a problem because it's definitely not open in December. So I would say Surfer was more on the ball with that one. But yeah, we've got tons of like helpful information here. I definitely find it easier to like read. It's more skimmable too. I think that it makes more sense that way. Um, like these museum light festivities where it shows all the different places there are lights is maybe it's just because December has more stuff in that way maybe. But yeah, to me, this was a higher caliber of content. Um, the only thing I will say is it doesn't have a conclusion. However, I'm okay with that because I always delete the conclusions they write. Um, I, the, the formatting also isn't as good for things like temperatures, but I think the content here is really solid. Personally, I would prefer this over what we got out of Surfer. Now let's go on to GPT-3. I will say I don't have high hopes for many of the next ones we're gonna go into because we're comparing them as a one-click. So here we have GPT-3. I did just pull it into a Google Doc because I thought it'd be a little bit easier since like it and GPT-4 had like the two broken sections. So the intro is trash. <laughs> um, first of all, like why is it start with an exclamation point? It's just a little bit odd. Um, it does at least have the keyword within the first hundred words, I guess, but it has the whole in this blog post thing as well, which I'm not a fan of. So it feels a lot like what we got out of Surfer, to be honest, with like the length and everything too. Then I found a lot of the like outlines it suggested. Some were good, but I think embracing the winter vibe is, I don't know, what Gen Z helped train them <laughs> is my question. Uh, speaking as a millennial, so like, I'm very much on the border, but still. So here we have a lot of info kind of generally that feels very um, like sensory imagery of like feel the soft crunch or whatever. I don't know. I'm not a sensory person, I guess. Like I just don't write that way. So to me, it felt very weird. It also kind of lacked specifics, I guess, like what's the actual temperature, What, when does it snow, how much does it snow. I think Surfer went too far in one direction. I think Koala went a little bit too far in the not including direction. I think this goes way too far in the not including direction. Then we have like the winter festivals and events. Um, it does pull in the, what month are we in now? We're in January. So yeah, it shouldn't be talking about the Rideau Canal yet. Um, Winterlude also is not in January. Um, so a little bit odd that it included those things. We'd have to work on that and fact check a bit more. I don't know if that's because, like there have been like probably decades ago before global warming and stuff when maybe it was cold enough in January, but like it has not been in a long time. In fact, in 2023, it didn't even freeze, like it never opened, which it hasn't happened in like forever. Even during COVID, it was open. So yeah, it's been very weird. Um, but so these sections would have to go. Then the Ice Dragon Boat Festival, I've never heard of. So I'm, I'm not sure. I also don't know how you paddle across a frozen canal. So I don't think that's a real thing. I think it's made up a lot of stuff. And if you're going to rely on GPT-3, I will say everybody like feed it the facts, be like, here's the facts, turn this into the post. It's why I also like, even with Jasper, like to give my outline and then bullet point notes of that section. So then we have the outdoor activity section where it's gone very general. So it does like, again, it really wants to talk about this skateway that isn't open, but it does talk about cross country skiing and snowshoeing in Gatineau Park. Um, 
It's got some like the winter gardens, which I think is quite nice that it added those in. And because a lot of times the light displays aren't done yet, it did pull those as well, which I think is good. Then it has indoor escapes. I, I think it's an interesting idea that none of the others really had, like they kind of put the indoor stuff into culture instead. Um, so indoor things to do versus outdoor things to do could be a different way to pursue it. The competitors definitely didn't do this though. <laughs> That's important to note. So here we have, okay, for those seeking refuge from the cold. And again, there was a lot of like passive and very flowery language that just doesn't fit in a blog to me. However, it did deep dive more into the galleries and things and I found that the competitors were doing in many cases. Um, definitely all of them talked about culinary delights, which I thought was like an interesting thing too, because like many of the competitors never mentioned food ever. So I don't really know where all of them are getting food from as being a focus, especially because a lot of the food is year round in Ottawa. Like we eat most of our delicacies all year. Definitely beaver tails are a bit more of a thing in, a, in the winter, but like not so significantly. It was very funny to me that these sections kept popping up. Um, and that it had like pea soup, which like is not a big thing for us. It did have an accommodation section, which I enjoyed. Um, however, it didn't list any specific places. So it talked about just generally needing a place to stay in winter um, with no specifics, which was like, you would have to do a lot of work there. Then it had the safety tips where it was more about like, um, like staying safe from the cold, I guess, which was a surprise to me. Um, I think it's interesting and I'd probably just change the name of it to like staying warm in Ottawa in January or something. And then the conclusion surprised me because this is like a semi-proper conclusion. It's not, I wouldn't even say it's like necessarily good. It's a lot longer. There's a lot more in it. And it tried to mention specifics, which is really nice. So I think the conclusion is like the best we've seen so far. And then the FAQs I think were okay. We do get some stuff about Winterlude that just isn't actually a thing at this time of year. Um, but they're a little bit long, but they did actually pull helpful information. Um, and then like the safety precautions, I'm not sure that I would include that. So I think this was okay considering I did nothing <laughs> to really guide this. Um, I'm surprised that it produced this much. It is massively factually wrong though in like some major areas, um, but I, I was surprised by the conclusion, I'll be honest. Okay, then we have Jasper. So over here, again, we've got, oh, I should have said as well for uh, this one, title, not great, koala, title, not great. I think that like koala and chat GPT had better titles for sure. I think this is a bad title, <laughs> like just to start, to be honest. Um, but again, I never let AI write my titles. That's very much something I would do. It does start with our keyword, thankfully. Um, it is a bit longer and it does specifically say like specific outdoor activities, which I do appreciate. Um, it then goes into the whether you're looking for romantic getaway or just an adventure with friends. Those are such different people that you're focusing on. And I do, I totally understand this is a very general article. However, I have no sense of who we're talking to in this. And again, we get the whole in this blog post and I don't know why they're trained to do that. We also have a sentence that to me is just a waste. So read on to discuss, like, that's just lead them in. Like <laughs> the rest of your language should naturally lead them in. At least in the weather section, we do get specifics of uh, like degrees. It just has like an average of one degree though. So it's not a range the way other ones were, which I think is more helpful to people. 
um, and it is pretty short. I mean, it talks about an average centimeter or usually about 25 centimeter of snowfall, which is also just a bit awkward, I guess. But yeah, I didn't love the weather section. I think that we definitely got better elsewhere and maybe Surfer just made me a little bit like, I don't know, I need a bit more weather network or something. Then our indoor and outdoor activity sections are tiny compared to everyone else. It does make sense because this article is about half the size. Um, so is GPT-3, to be honest. How much was it? I think it was, uh, command shift C, 17, 1800. So it's actually longer than this one. Um, this one was really, really short. And definitely with more prompting, we would have gotten way more, more better article, but we were trying to do this as simply as possible. Um, and so we were getting quite short content. So yeah, I, th I think that this whole section, the Explore the City, is garbage and would need to be redone. I think even if the title had just been Things to Do in Jan or in what month are we in? February, it would have been a lot better. Then we have special events. So Winterlude does actually sometimes start in February. So finally we have the right time, but the information is garbage. There's nothing given there. There's nothing about where to find when it starts, when it might start, what's included in Winterlude really. It just gives like ice sculptures, music performances, snow playgrounds, skating. Like it doesn't actually tell you that it's, there's like the skating happens for a lot longer. And then Winterlude kind of has its own thing on the side. It doesn't specify anything. It just feels very general. The Chinese New Year celebration suddenly gets longer, which is good, but I don't really know why it did. Um, I think maybe because, oh no, here it is. Yeah, it's this one where it's just like the random, you won't regret it section. So again, it doesn't tell us like, I, and I get that it changes every year, just like Winterlude, but it should kind of give you an estimate. Like, oh, it's usually during this period or here's how it's determined because like at least Winterlude, it's basically determined off an approximation of when they think the ice is going to freeze. Chinese New Year is typically like there's, I, I don't actually, I apologize. I don't know how they determine it, but it's very lunar. So it's based on some sort of lunar system that could be written out here. <laughs> then it has other festivals. Again, this ice dragon boat thing that I'm not sure is real. I didn't know there was a winter version of Blues Fest. I used to live right next to it. So I feel like I would have known if it existed. And I don't know what the Ottawa race is, but I know Winter Beer Fest is a legitimate thing. So at least one of them is for sure true. Um, I do think it's not helpfully arranged or like, and none of these are formatted well so far, but yeah. So we've got like not a lot happening here for us. Um, I will say that Jasper is the most enthusiastic writer since it includes a lot more exclamation points than anyone else, which is something people have told me is like a downside to them of Jasper. For sure. I get that. Um, yeah, so we've got restaurants, doesn't list any restaurants, <laughs> craft breweries and stuff, doesn't list a single one, not good. Uh, same down here where it talks about different places to stay, doesn't list any of them specifically, not great. So a lot of this again is much like Surfer, feeling like an intro to these sections. It does feel like it needs to get to the meat of it. And I, I feel like if we had prompted it, we would have gotten that for sure. But from the whole one click idea, not good. And we're not even going to look at that, like what the actual Jasper one click thing, because it's terrible. So we have our conclusion. I think, again, we've gotten a very nonsense conclusion that tells us nothing. Um, so not a good conclusion. Then we have our questions. Uh, we've gotten some that are too long, like this. What other attractions are there to explore? It's also like not seasonal dependent there. 
Um, there's a lot of ones here that are pretty general, but we've got one about February, one about February. None of these are, none of the ones we've had so far have been actual ones that I could find with search response, so they've made stuff up. Okay, now we're into writer's end. Um, so I'm just gonna close that so we can see it a bit better. So writer's end, again, not like necessarily built to be about the AI, but it is similar to Surfer in many ways. So I wanted to consider it. Now we do have a score of D for our um, content optimization. The keyword was not thrown in via the AI. So you would still have to go in and do that. That's important to note. We also don't have the keyword in the first sentence, but we have it in the second sentence. So meh, um, not great, not terrible. We've got the exact same romantic getaway or family slash friend adventure, whatever. So I feel like they're all getting the intro from somewhere similar um, and we can see their thought process there. But yeah, not a good intro. Same issues we've had before. Oh, sorry. That was the description. This is the intro. I keep, I've done that like every time I try to do this. Same thing though. It's just an expanded version of that one. Um, it doesn't list any specifics. Also, flowers are definitely not blooming in March. It is still very much cold when you are in Ottawa in March. Um, yeah, so then we get into like, and I think this is also the hard thing about the formatting is it's hard to tell what's an H2, what's an H3. Um, so I don't, like, I have to keep reminding myself that this is the intro and then these are the individual sections. I do think it's done a good job of pulling the individual sections. However, the information in them, a little bit limited. Um, the Canadian War Museum actually like lists a couple things, uh, but I believe these are old exhibitions. So I'd have to figure out if I wanted to include the newer ones or what I want to do there. So yeah, I think like tone of voice here too, it just felt very um, generic for sure. Like we didn't get the option to choose that or set it or anything. Um, we do have skating the Rideau Canal, which is usually open in March. So fair, we've got Gatineau Park, which has finally pulled the kilometer range, which is nice, which is like a big thing. Everyone always talks about how many square kilometers it is for some reason. Um, so it's really out of date pulling from 2020 for stuff. And I just found that like the content wasn't, wasn't the worst thing in the world, but it was not good. <laughs> so it felt again, very general, quite like an intro to this topic. And I think with travel, our problem is we can't have generic stuff. So where someone else could be like, okay, how to sear a steak that doesn't really change over time. So like the models learned it they can keep writing on it forever. You're gonna have to add in your personal experience a little bit, but like typically they can be adjusted pretty easily. Travel is so much harder with AI writers to try and get it to do anything. And like, I don't think that's just a travel thing. I do think that like anything a little bit more changeable has problems with it, but I'm really seeing it with all of these one clicks is like there is so much misinformation and it so heavily relies on what might not be relevant, <laughs> to be honest. Okay, so now we have April. Um, we've gotten this structure a few times. Again, not the best intro or title. We have our intro, so Ottawa in April, at least it's in the first sentence. Uh, suddenly we've flipped now from like highs to lows, where before it was like negatives to positive sort of thing. So I guess fine, but like... Um, inconsistent, but it couldn't have known that, if that makes sense. 
the one thing is because reword is slightly trained on my writing it knows that this is the format i use on my site so i start with degrees celsius and then in brackets i put fahrenheit because not everyone knows um, so it is nice that like i don't have to reformat stuff and definitely reword had the best formatting for us so like it does the linking as well it didn't link to just competitors which was nice i think uh who was this linking to that was yeah like a general best time to visit ottawa post and things like that so it was nice because like it was more helpful the bolding i think was a little bit random but kind of helpful we did get a random quote that i don't know where it came from but i love that it throws in the bullet point list i think this was like the really nice thing about this is that it was um, came like almost pre-formatted and I definitely found the tone here, even though I turned off that it could see most of my stuff, it still felt the most like a blog post. That being said, 100% not perfect. So definitely, again, not a great format. Um, I think festivals was too early up. Um, shopping and museums randomly suddenly added were like, and again, some of these inconsistencies across them could have been fixed by doing your own outline. So it does also like it was very, um, again, a bit flowery with the language. So some things as well, like, okay, the extensive biking trails, never lists a biking trail. <laughs> Hiking trails, never lists a hike. Uh, walking tours, doesn't list any. So like there were a lot of issues here, I think with the content, formatting, best formatting we've seen, best tone we've seen. Um, but content was problematic. However, I think the conclusion was better than what we saw elsewhere. So I think to me, this is the best conclusion we've had so far. Um, so mentions weather more specifically, talks about packing layers, um, and specifically mentions one of the things above that I do believe is the wrong season. <laughs> However, I think that the model they used for the conclusion worked well. Now we have GPT-4. So again, not a good intro for sure. Um, I think that the outline it gave to us was slightly more interesting to me because it did talk about getting around, which I think is important. I would not have put it this high up though, and I would not have called something essential sites to visit. Um, I, we have the activities, cuisine again, festivals, um, the useful tips for US travelers, don't know that I would have kept it. I did reprompt it for the accommodation, day trips, local customs, sample itineraries, which it then didn't really give an itinerary to be honest um conclusion was bad just plain bad however i like that it had a call to action section that it decided it needed as a separate thing um so if i had my comments turned on that could be good i do like to subscribe to our blog or like email list or something i would typically do this in one sentence built into my conclusion but i like that it was thinking of this i do think the content first of all it is very short 100 percent it is not a super long post. I think the whole thing is, yeah, 1600 words. So not our longest one, not our shortest, but not our longest. Um, the formatting is not amazing, especially like here, like 60s to 70s Fahrenheit feels a bit awkward. Um, I do like that it at least pulled something. However, it pulled specifically Fahrenheit where everything else pulled Celsius. And I think that's because it actually picked up on the whole for Americans thing and then remembered it where the other GPT-3 forgot. And then the riot of color thing and the artist palettes of shade, again, it's just like surprising language, I guess. Maybe that's just me, but I felt surprised by it. Um, I do think that this was a good section, the getting around Ottawa. I actually quite like this. I don't think it needs a ton of adjustments. Um, 
a little bit for sure, but I do think it has some good roots here, which was nice to see after a lot of things where I just like shook my head and was like, oh, I have to edit everything. All of these posts would need extensive editing to be fair. So then here we have uh, the essential sites to visit, much too short in my opinion, especially compared to our, comp like, our competitors, its competitors, and to our competitors to be honest. Um, this one also didn't even try to do, just like a GPT-3, they didn't try to do subheadings, they just went with H2's full way through. Um, it randomly also suggests going to the Thousand Islands, which is like a significant drive away. Like, I think that's three hours to get there. Um, so I don't really know why it was like, yeah, do that. That's a great idea. It is beautiful. I don't know why they decided that counts as an outdoor activity in Ottawa. So issues. Um, again, food, poutine is always on the menu. Beaver tails are always on the menu. Beer is always on the menu. Um, we have some specific festivals. So the Tulip Festival is now just evergreen, I guess, even though, again, it usually lasts for like a couple weeks, just like um, the Rideau Canal. But whatever. Again, we have this race weekend. I don't know what that is or where it happens. So like, how long is it? I have to go figure this out because I've never heard of it. We have the useful tips. I think the useful tips section actually is very useful. So I am glad that it's there. Um, the accommodation is not great. I don't know why it keeps talking about like Novotel. Like that's not one of the better hotels in Ottawa. It's not even one of the more known hotels. However, it does include the Chateau Laurier, which is the best place. So good to have. Then for the day trip section, it includes Merrickville, Thousand Islands, and Algonquin Park, which is like a random assortment of places, I guess. Like Montreal is a very good day trip that is closer than some of the, most of these other than Merrickville. So yeah, just odd. <laughs> um, I like that it has like the sorry and everything. I think that's fun. The itinerary, not good. Emergency information was a weird thing that it added, but fine. Shopping, not as robust as our competitors. Conclusion, bad. Um, FAQs were fine. Not great. Not really, most of them relevant to May, and definitely not real FAQs. So yeah, let's talk about this a little bit more. So you have reached the end of this marathon comparison. <laughs> um, this took me three days to do, I will be honest with you. That's why my hair changes throughout, it's why the hotel I'm living in changes throughout. So this was a significant effort to go through for sure. What is the verdict? Essentially, one-click blog writers are not good. That's the juxt like that's the crux of it. None of them work fully. You are always going to have to do work to get a properly good helpful blog post, and especially in travel. So the more evergreen things you have, the simpler the keywords, the easier you will have it for sure. Informational posts 100% do better with all of these things as well. Now, of the one clicks, who do I think actually won? I do think it was Koala, to be honest, because it was the most middle ground on so many things. So it gave me room to adjust and edit things where other ones didn't necessarily. And a lot of other ones too, like for Surfer, it costs so much, I don't want to edit it. I'm just frustrated. For other ones, I know that there's better ways to do things, so I'm not going to use them as a one click. However, they had more ability to adjust as they go. And that's one thing with Koala is it starts writing in front of you. So you can actually stop it and go back and re-prompt if you want. Technically, it also has the ability to prompt certain sections. I'm not great at that, I'll be honest. Typically when I'm gonna do that, I just reduce the like prompt to that one section and then tell it 
only do this section, write this many words sort of a thing. Um, but yeah, to me, I think of the one clicks, Koala is the clear, clear winner. However, I don't love one clicks and I do use Koala really often. And what I do is I write it in Koala first and then I go into Jasper or ChatGPT and massively rewrite it. So I will train them on my version of like how I write, how my blog posts are. And then I will take that piece of information from like one header section at a time and adjust it. I give it extra information to add. I reorder things. Every time I use my own outline, I am very much a control freak and I am proud of being a control freak. So I want to have my own content. So that's not to say you can't use one-click AI. You're just not going to be able to use it, immediately publish it and be like, yeah, I rank number one. It's perfect. Everything's great. I have a million dollars now. You might rank number one sometimes. Sometimes we rank for things easier, more easily than others. That's not, that's going to be the exception to the rule. <laughs> that's the thing. Um, and all of this is still contingent on knowing SEO, knowing your audience and having good keywords to even run any of these on. I will also add none of the one clicks work well with zero volume keywords because they're trying to pull from competitors that you don't have. So then you really have to have your own outline and have your own stuff that you're prompting it with. But yeah, I think ultimately this was a fun experiment. I had a lot of fun doing this. Um, I screamed at a number of different AI writers <laughs> for their weird language issues that like a copywriter 101 school would quickly get you to stop doing. So whatever you use, just remember that these are basically beginner writers. So if you're starting a brand new blog and you've never written for yourself before, go do that first. Learn what good writing is first and then use these things to try and help speed you up. Because if you just use them and think that's what good writing is, it's not. <laughs> like it just isn't. It can be fine writing. It's not going to be great writing and your blog and your users deserve great writing and helpful content. And these are not going to create that. Also, any of them, you're going to need to add personal experience. And so for me, I love GPT-4 and Jasper for that, where I can build into the prompt my personal experience, my expertise, everything. And it'll just naturally include that. So yes, the prompt takes me an extra minute or two when I'm adding in the specific keyword, whatever, and the fill in the blank basic prompt I have. Ultimately, it's still faster than the like 30 minutes it takes me from very beginning with Surfer to end before I even edit anything. So that's the verdict. Don't use one-click AI and think it is the be-all and end-all. Surfer, to me, not worth the money. I think for $29 per article, you could hire somebody to do that. Much better. You could hire someone to use ChatGPT and fact-check it and give it prompts in that same amount of time and get even more stuff. Like, it's just not worth it to me. GPT-4 is 20 bucks. Jasper now is 49 bucks a month. There's so many options, even Koala, like you can get, I don't remember, I think it's like 100,000 credits for 100,000 words for like 40 bucks or something. I don't remember, you have to double check. But like, there's a reason I also use a bunch of these in tandem because they're good at different things as we saw in this. So I hope this helped and if you have any questions, leave them in the comments. And if you enjoyed this, please like and subscribe. And I am Nina of She Knows SEO. I will be doing another one of these 
only for my paying um, students in the SEO roadmap and my membership, the private Jet Set SEO, um, where I will be doing a comparison of affiliate keywords across a variety of AI where I will actually be prompting it. So not just one click, I will actually be adjusting things to write a proper AI article that is for affiliates that will rank. So if you'd like to be a part of that, join the SEO roadmap. Uh, the price doesn't increase on July 1st, so you can get it while it is still a little bit lower priced before all of these extra goodies get added. Okay, it's been great hanging out with you. Hope you enjoyed this and I will see you soon.